string and tea. Uh, Moose Drool Brown Ale from Montana. And the only person I could think to uh, give a shout out for this beer is uh, Eli Manning. The one guy on the sidelines that has the moose drool coming from the face. <laughs> nice guys out of town, you see him. Is, foot, is football like patented? Like, can you not just play football in Canada? <laughs> you have to like have a gimmick to your sport? You have to change the rules a little yeah. bit. <laughs> I'm glad I could hear after the slap boxing. Both of my eyes or ears were black. Didn't realize I was slap boxing a guy on PEDs though. <laughs> Welcome back, listeners. String and T in the house, and only String and T. What's going on, T? What's up? Excited, man. I just saw Amari with a huge catch. I just made a under. Ooh, he might have stepped out, but I think they already kicked the extra point. But it's good. Flea, it's off good. the flea flicker. We're we're live watching uh, Oakland Raiders and Kansas City Chiefs on Thursday Night Football, and the Thunder are opening night here. So it's a pretty exciting night, and I guess the. If you're into baseball, the Cubs are also doing their thing, trying to stay alive down 3-1. So, pretty wild uh, sports night. Yeah, we got the traditional podcast here, String and Tea, back at it. It's for been a long old time. time. Old time's sake. We did the, uh, the uh, OctaCast, the CincoCast. We've had plenty of guests. Um, it's been a lot of fun. It's almost like um, we got in a – it's almost like we went around the – the the u.s just on on tour it's like felt like we took the podcast on tour so to speak but uh it's nice to nice to be back to tradition but i i called this game to have fireworks and it looks like it's already starting with fireworks starting seven, seven to three early in the first and That's no amari nice. didn't step out so and i just made a bet on amari to get over 49 receiving yards so he's we just high five just hit it in one play i'm not sure exactly how long that play was but that was pretty sweet flea flicker so props to uh, whoever uh, started Amari out there. If you did, good for you. If you panicked. It's Samari. Uh, so, so back to, uh, you know, we apologize that. Oh, it is under review. Okay. It is a Thursday, and we're doing another podcast on a Thursday. We'd obviously prefer to get these out beforehand so you could listen to what we uh, have to say about Thursday games. But beside that point, we do make our notes on Thursday before the game starts. So at least we got that. But uh, – there's a funny reason, you know, that we had to do this this week on Thursday. Usually it's because I'm traveling and stuff, but I was going to share a little story that I guess for the first time in my life I got uh, stood up. Uh, I was supposed to go on a date last night. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I've been, I've been talking to this chick. You, 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 you know all about it, but the people out there don't. Uh, they might not. I've been talking to this chick on and on. I've lost her number a couple of times and so it's been a real funny situation as is but finally we got got through all the number situation and everything and I finally hit her up and uh so we were we made plans yesterday to to go out and I got I got you know got home had a drink I was feeling froggy and I was like all right cool gone on a date and then uh about an hour or so before we're supposed to go down I get a text saying uh well, I guess it's my turn to cancel on you. Uh, I've got to work late. So I was like, am I being stood up? <laughs> <laughs> but 
just a funny story, but the thing with that is, is this girl is our waitress on Sundays while we watch football. So this story is not yet over. Yeah. Well, she's usually our waitress is a different girl named Shelby, but this, this, uh, this particular female was, um, kind of tag teamed in because I guess Shelby had to go, uh, lock the key, get the keys out of a, uh, car that they were locked in, so right. all the way up to Claremore. So she filled in, and I guess she might be our waitress. Who knows? But yeah, I, I hope she is for but, for comedy's sake. Right. Either way, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be seen, and then I guess we'll have to you'll have to tune in next week to see what happens what happens from there. But on that take, we figured a good way to tie that into fantasy football was for you know players who may have stood you up this year. Like you, uh, you drafted him, you know, thinking this is my guy, you know, I'm really excited. And it's, and then he just hasn't, he's left you high and dry. Like, where is he? He might, you might even have to drop him by now. And, uh, so you've been stood up by these players and I'm going to start off, uh, in our fourth round, somebody took Paul Perkins. He was highly drafted, highly toted as the, the Giants new guy and, all this and uh, the dude hasn't started in two games and his highest point total this far through the season is three so if there's a person if you're getting stood up Paul Perkins is uh, one of those guys in Kyle's absence I'm gonna drop the wop wop wow <laughs> it's got happen. yeah that was that was a pretty rough one um, I mean Amir Abdullah in the fourth he's been pretty quiet he started out, he had a good game like week two, and it's been kind of disappointing True. Uh, since then. But for a, yeah, a second rounder, is that what you said? Fourth. Oh, fourth, okay. Yeah, he was, he was taking the same round as Perkins. But still, there's a lot um, of players that have been very... Uh, you brought up T.Y. earlier. He had, yeah. he had, a, he had one uh, game of 177 yards, but uh, a lot of that was the fact that we didn't know Andrew Luck was going to be out. I mean, we, right. when we had this draft, we were still thinking that there was a good chance Andrew Luck was playing week one. Yeah, he's only got two games over five points. And he's, other than that, he's, I mean, he dropped one point last week, one point or two points the week before. I feel like that's, a, you know, the, the girl that stood you up but, like, gave you a call back and, uh, you know, you guys might have hooked up and then left you high and dry again. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey in the third. That's a very high pick for him. He's been pretty mediocre. Took him, um, what, four weeks to get a touchdown? Obviously, Willie Sneed, my pick in the fifth. Yeah, that you didn't know he was going to be suspended. Didn't know he was going to be suspended and then had a ling lingering hamstring injury. If, if you would have told everybody that, hey, Willie Sneed's not going to play until uh, week six, then he would have gone undrafted. Oh, certainly, yeah. Yeah, completely undrafted. Right. So, um, Another guy uh, – Sammy Watkins, that guy's been a major letdown. He had one game, literally zero points. The guy's not been injured for the first time in years, but he only has one game this year where he's gone over five points. And he went off that game, but that dude – Sammy's been very disappointing. And he was a, a fairly high-drafted pick, you know. But. Yeah, another funny thing is um, with, the, with the keepers – guy like Jay Ajayi was, was draft, able to be drafted in the fifth round, and if you took his production today, that would be about par for the course. Right, where he was typically going as a first-rounder in a lot of uh, drafts this year. So there's been some, uh, some chicks out there that aren't showing up. Yeah, they'll, 
they'll, they'll blue ball you in a, in a heartbeat. <laughs> but, uh, you know, aside from that, let's move on to the usual what kind of beers we're drinking. And uh, you're going to like this, man. I'm going to give you a shout out here. Well, not you in particular, but this is an Iron Monk beer, and it's brewed in uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma. So I'm giving a shout out to the nice. Pokes in the NFL, the Des Bryants, All the, right. uh, the Dan Baileys. You know? I can get behind that. So cool. shout out to them. Solid beer, too. Check it out. Cool. Well, I'm drinking a, a Kona Brewing Company Big Wave, Golden Ale. If you know me, you know I love this beer. Yeah. Um, it's a Golden Ale, and... The only thing I could think of, since I can't think of any like Samoans or Hawaiians off the top in the NFL, since most of them play defense, right? And um, you know, Paula Mahler and guys like that aren't in the league anymore. Uh, it's a golden ale, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That just comes to mind the golden boy, poor Aaron Rodgers, oh, yeah. broke his collarbone. So now we're gonna get to see what Brett Hundley's gonna do. And I, there's a specific guy in our league that's actually gonna be running him at quarterback. <laughs> And that's uh, that's Big Kyle coming off of a three three interception game. Granted, he got plugged in. Maybe he's not the Brandon Whedon type. Maybe he has to uh, get the preparation to have a good game. You got to think there's a reason they've kept him around for three years on the yeah. team as a backup. He's he showed some promise in preseason. Um, you know, he's been he's been a a student to Aaron Rodgers. So so we'll see. I mean, Kyle's got him at three touchdowns and one pick on on Sunday. That might be. That might be a little rosy, but, you know, he does have a good matchup in the Saints. I think that's very, very rosy. And that's another thing I was going to say is the Saints aren't exactly the most, like, ideal matchup, you know. They've been a seriously – They actually do have an underrated secondary. Right. And they – I mean, last week was total fluke with, with them and uh, the Lions. That was a nuts game. But they Yeah, 50-38 to 38 with almost no <laughs> offense. Like, Drew Brees had the worst game of his year, and they score 50. Right. Like, and uh, – who was I mean the the Saints D dropped thirty one and the the uh, Lions D dropped like twenty six so yeah very we- very weird game but hey that means that the defenses are decent I guess and so I'm actually running Saints D I'm a I'm a flyer uh, flyer D guy by the week and uh, I've been doing pretty decent with that and I'm running the Saints D just because of Brett Hundley got my uh, oh my lips my chops wow. lips oh uh, oh Alex Smith is just chopped liver these days the guy just came low. On his knee. Got a roughing the passer call. And got, yeah, I mean, that was a brutal shot. And that's this is a week after uh, Mike Mitchell just got fined 48000 for the Steelers for taking a cheap shot on his on his knee. Uh, so, yeah, Alex Smith might not be long for this life <laughs> as we watch live. But, so. yeah, that's, uh, that's good stuff, just kind of revisiting the draft like that. Um, there's definitely a lot of good games this week. Where do you want to go? From here, I know you got a, a kind of an agenda you want to get through. Well, before we uh, jump into all of our little, we got a few segments here that we want to talk about. You know, we got to prelude to it. We got some some of the what is it, the letdown guy? What, what, what did we say that was called? Uh, oh yeah, we can do that. The uh, the major letdown the instead major of the ultimate letdown. sleeper. I thought we were gonna save this to the end, but we can go ahead and dive in. Well, we can we can tease. We can let we can lay low on this for a minute, or we can go for it. Yeah, I say we go ahead and get to the guys that we're putting on notice. Okay. Um, yeah. So we got a couple guys. We got some guys that we're we're wanting to put on notice, and this is kind of a a nod to our uh, previous podcast when we call a guy out, and then he ends up doing well. Right. So this is kind of a 
a time for us to kind of tap into our own bad karma, so to speak. Right. Um, and I've got a couple guys written down. I know you've got several guys written down. We got a we got we got a Kelsey touchdown. We got a Kelsey touchdown. I'm going against him, so it looks like fireworks, we, like you said. Yeah, this game is fireworks. Figured it would be. Um, anyway, uh, what's funny is I already got one, the guy right off the top, Amari Cooper, who just caught that huge flea flicker touchdown. Yeah. Um, and then my next guy was Travis Kelsey. You know, I was putting no him way. No, no. He's, <laughs> I was going to say, he's been playing pretty decent. So I'm not just going to guess every guy who scored a touchdown right in front of me. You know, actually, I got Carmelo Anthony on there. Yeah, and then I got Carmelo. Um, let's see, I wrote Paul George. But no, um, yeah, Amari Cooper's just been bad. 62 yards is as high this year. Brutal. 62 yards. He did have a touchdown in week one. I think it might have been that game. Well, was that forced touchdown? Did you? I don't know if you remember watching that or uh, not, but uh, they threw it to him on the goal line, at, like first and one twice. First and one at the goal line. Instead of giving it to Beast Mode, they threw it to him. Like, he dropped one, and they forced. Didn't that happen one. like early in the first quarter? Because I think I was yeah. on the way to Fox and I missed it. Yeah, it was something yeah. something along those lines. And then yeah. like one of them, he dropped, and then like, no, Amari, you're getting this touchdown. We're gonna give it to you again. Yeah, at the same time that was happening, Danny Woodhead was dying because <laughs> right. I was on the way to Fox and didn't even see Woodhead play one play. <laughs> but uh, he already had me like six PPR points, and he was just IR done for the year. Crazy, I know, man. It's been that way every week. There's somebody going down, you know. Can we get yeah. through one week without a death? Aaron Rodgers was brutal. I mean, there's a lot of first round. There's a death round every types. week. I mean, it, this is this is the NFL. This ain't intramurals. Right. It's getting you real. Know? It's getting real. Um, but uh, yeah. So on notice. So Patty tweeted at us. I was talking about it last night, and I've got some uh, issues to a bone to pick with with Pete Carroll. I'm putting Pete Carroll on notice. Oh, okay. And. And the entire Seattle offensive line, okay? It's, the, it's more the ground game, running game. It could be Pete Carroll. It could be the, the O coordinator. I don't, I don't care who you want to say. I, I ultimately blame Pete Carroll. But the rushing game in Seattle has been basically non-existent. And to that extent, their games have been pretty bad. They're not doing as well as they have. Their defense is keeping them in the games. And that's what's going on. And even, you know, Chris Carson going down – isn't even the the biggest part of that because he was doing good. He looked good. He right. caught the ball and looked good. He was doing like the the dual threat style, but he he ran over the over the weeks. So six carries, thirty nine yards, twenty for ninety three, eleven for thirty four. These averages are not very good. And the one week where they uh, actually had a good game, it was a blowout. It was like fifty fifty something to to thirty something over the Colts. Day. The Colts, yeah. That game actually weirdly wasn't a blowout until like midway through the third or the end of the third. Well, that's the only game they did well rushing. I think it was 12 10 uh, at halftime or something weird in that game. And there's only been one rushing touchdown all year, and it was on a 30 yard scamper at a JD McCassick or McKissick. I'm McKissick, sorry. Okay. Yeah, they've been bad, haven't they? They've yeah. been real bad. Um, it's a jumbled backfield. I was looking at some Eddie Lacy stats earlier because I thought you were going to bombard me with like all this Eddie Lacy stuff. Um, <laughs> But he, you know, he's averaging three yards per carry, right? He, him which and, is uh, very down for him. If you look at his other years in Green Bay, he's over four in every year, right? Um, him and even Rawls averaged five a carry. Him and Rawls both went one. Lacy nine for nineteen, eight for twenty for Rawls in last week's game. Whenever they were splitting carries, but they're coming off a bye week, so I feel like this is one thing that's going to be adjusted and looked at. And now CJ Procise is back, like you said. And I know that you tweeted me earlier 
talking about how uh, ProSize was seen as a possible every down back by the offensive coordinator. I'm going to take that with a grain of salt because this is just a guy talking up a guy. We're, we're going to see two guys win their jobs, I feel like, and it's going to be either Eddie Lacy or, or Rawls, and I think that ProSize is going to win that third down back. Um, it is unusual, though, under a Pete Carroll team, it seems like, to run the dual backs, but that's because they had Marshawn Lynch, I guess. But it hasn't been working out that well. I know they've had a lot of injuries, a lot of weird things, but I think they're going to have to take a guy, stick with him, and then take a third down back type and stick with him, kind of like the Reggie Bush and Lindell White era back at USC. I mean, this is a team that wouldn't give it to Beast Mode on the one-yard line to win the Super Bowl, so weird. what do you expect? Weird, weird. I think that they're going to get together, though. I think no, that we're going to figure something out this week. I think they're going to figure something out, but uh, they do have a lot of – it seems to me that they're not sure if they want to run like the quick twitch guy or if they want to run the bruiser. Right. Marshawn kind of had both of those in one. He's kind of both like he can be the quick twitch or he can be the bruiser. Um, also, it seems to me like they, they there's just a way too big of a love fest going on for Russell Wilson and his ability to like make plays and scamper around. And it seems like they like that so much. And when I say they, I also um, – fault Russell Wilson for this a lot too I feel like Russell Wilson it'd be hard to block for him I think he makes his O-line look worse than it is right um and that's kind of you know a little bit different of a point than you're making about them their run game but their I think their offense was so salty though two I guess two years ago when they had beast mode and they were making offensive runs and they were running that read option really well and the play action was always there and Doug Baldwin's were getting open like yeah. the, this team's not this team is squeaking out like 16 point victories like they're doing nothing offensively and there's been two decent games and then uh from russell wilson other than that it's been a fantasy wasteland which it sh they should be thriving it seems like yeah no it's 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 a messy it's an abstract painting let's just hope by the end of it some millionaire is going to want to buy it or something <laughs> so, you know, it comes together we'll see we'll so, see seahawks Pete carroll you guys are on notice coming off by I feel like it's uh it's it's gonna get turned around, and if it's not now, then it might be never. And you guys might be uh, looking to add some pieces like Orlando Brown, Boomer Sooner, in the draft next year. All right, I got one more. Um, this is a guy. I got to give Patty a little bit of credit for this one because he tried to tell me about uh, their offensive coordinator leaving town. I think they have Steve Sarkeesian now from Alabama. Freaking Matt Ryan. Yeah? I mean, he's on notice. This dude, you want to guess what his numbers are on the year? Touchdown per interception ratio? I know that he doesn't have a lot of touchdowns, which is surprising. He does. It seems like his yards are up there, but I wouldn't say he's got maybe. Take a stab at his touchdown to interception ratio. I don't honestly know his interceptions, but I would say maybe like five. To me, the way you're pointing, putting it out there, it's going to be like a five to seven. Six and six. Okay. He's got six TDs and six picks. It's not, it shouldn't be that bad. His fantasy high of the year, 17 points. Weird. Yeah, it's bad. And he was the number one quarterback last year. It's in bad in, in ATL. They just scored 17 first half points to Miami, and it's like someone turned the switch off. And they and lost. They just couldn't score. Yeah. They lost 20 they to lost 17. They lost 20 to 17. 20 and unanswered, huh? Yeah, I mean, talk about a fantasy wasteland. There's guys just waiting to break out on that team. And Tevin they got Coleman, the talent. 
Devontae Freeman. And those, those guys, guys actually are still kind of putting up numbers like on the ground game. But right. Yeah, it's weird. Julio still doesn't have a touchdown on the year? Yeah. He's got, mean, he's Julio's got, really been disappointing. I mean, I know it's tough because a lot of people try to throw Julio in there as like a buy low candidate, but people who ha- have him are selling him for low. Like they, they still believe in him. Because you know it's any, any given week the dude can drop. You would think. You would think. And now here they, we are through week seven. They're, 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 that was after the bye week when right. they fucking put up 17 points. True, true. So Usually the bye week is whenever you get things together and you start, you know, come out with a game plan and usually either win or put up a good shot at winning, yeah. Right. So. I don't know where the blame goes. I mean, obviously – They do have a new football, coordinator, so you, you, right? Steve Sarkeesian, yeah, yeah, said that. But it's Sorry. football, so you can't just blame one thing. So I, I'm going to put a lot of blame on their coordinator. He, yeah. did, have, he, he did have drunk issues at USC – don't we all? And then uh, we got another again. Amari. Amari. Again. He's in again. Wow. On notice. <laughs> On notice. Well, wow. So. I figured he'd be good this week. That's two big touchdowns out of him. 45, and I think his earlier one was something The other like one was, th- the first one was 38. All right. So he's almost to 100 95 yards. yards and two touchdowns. Jeez. Wow. All right. Amari's back. If you bought low on him, then uh, props to you. It's a Doug day, as Kyle <laughs> would say. Kyle told me Doug could slap you with three touchdowns in one game, which is true. It is true. It's and uh, I don't know if you want that of a wide receiver. Do you want one game where a wide receiver scores like nine touchdowns and then he's just terrible the rest <laughs> of the year? Or do you want consistency? Um, I want consistency personally. but um, I want one guy who can do that, and I want consistency out of my other guy. So I want my wide receiver one to be as most consistent as possible. Let my wide receiver two be a, a weird Dudley type. But uh, – one more guy I want to put on notice, and this is, might be a little surprise to you. It's not the fact that he's been terrible by any means. I mean, he's put up solid numbers, but uh, sticking with quarterbacks, and it's uh, your boy Drew Brees. Surprisingly, only has one game this year with over 300 yards passing, and, all, and he has yet to uh, score more than 25 points in standard uh, quarterback scoring. So, Drew Brees is a guy that you put on the same tier as Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. You expect a 30-point game, but it's not really been coming. The Saints have been kind of, uh, you know, up and I down, a little weird. Like last week we were talking about where they had all the defensive scoring all the points. Surely Brady – I mean, not Brady, but Brees would have gotten more uh, touchdowns had the defense not been scoring them for them. But it's just uh, by Drew Brees' standards – He's, he's being put on notice by me. Maybe it's because they lost Cooks and they haven't filled that void. I don't know. Maybe the running back situation is just now getting tinkered and figured out. But um, I just think the receiving core in general, like they didn't know Willie Snee was going to be suspended. He's kind of a um, slot guy who can kind of stretch the field. Ted Ginn's been um, a total bust. That being said, though, Breeze has still been pretty solid. I right, mean, no, yeah, I'm not saying that he's been bad. I'm just saying he yeah. hasn't broke 25 points yet. So Yeah. I mean, he's playing basically. I think he had one where he dropped. He he did. It's in, in our in our scoring. I, our scoring is slightly different from the. Oh, standard. okay. Yeah, I might be on. No, this is this is our league. Let's see. Right. He dropped uh, twenty five. Twenty six point. Twenty six point five week right. two. So he did have one over twenty five, but our but our league's the scoring's a little off from the the standard. That's what I was saying. Oh, I got you. I got yeah. you. I, th- I thought you were saying our league is um, worse than normal leagues. No. Okay, it's a little, a little higher because yeah. the bonuses. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, Breeze, 
and, and then, you know he's coming off a 13 point outing and in, in in our work league he's coming off 11 point outing right and that's the difference in me winning or losing leagues i yeah. mean he lost me all three of my leagues last week basically. <laughs> um well, he didn't lose me all three. He lost. Yeah, you two. don't expect thirteen points at a breeze more maybe once a year. I well, mean, I think that's his yeah. low. I think last week we witnessed his low of the year. Right. It's that's an in, and the thing to that is they're at Green Bay, and so that's a perfect opportunity to turn it on, come out with the high potent offense, and uh, you know we'll his lack of notice. a solid tight end seems to kind of be an issue as well. Like Kobe Fleener hasn't been much. Um, he doesn't have a crutch. He's got Michael Thomas, which is a stud. But there's no crutch. He's throwing it like a Hushmazili type, you know. They need to get Alvin Kamara. Hushmanawadawadu or something. <laughs> the tight end who got a touchdown last week. I mean, I really think that that's kind of a – I think that's kind of on on the Saints for not drafting a tight end. I think that's something they're going to address probably in this, this next draft. I think they're going to go after kind of an O.J. Howard, uh, young freak. Maybe that, like a Gronk Andrews. Somebody that – I don't know if they're going to go that high with it, but maybe a yeah. second or third round tight end, like a guy they feel like is an athlete who can come in and compete. Um, the tight end's a position, like we talked about, that usually doesn't go super high, and it's not somebody you have to reach on anyway. But just address it. Uh, bringing in Kobe Fleener as a Band-Aid is not addressing right. that when you used to have Jimmy Graham. And it seems that the league is going into more of a tight end style draft like play, teams are going to use these tight ends more you got evan ingram getting drafted in the first round and he's been balling out pretty well you know as a as a as a rookie uh tight end and then uh the browns who took the uh the other tight end in the first round i think there's another tight end taken in the first round uh in this last year's draft so it's not be, it's it's more maybe it's going that way in the i NFL know the bears to took a, a tight end in like the second round uh white guy we got oj howard you got um Evan Ingram and then uh, the uh, the dude the African name I can't think of it. Njoku. Njoku for the be- for, for the, the Browns. Browns. All those three out guys of Miami first round. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, you might be right about that. So that's that's unusual. Maybe it becomes the norm. You know, those are those are game changers. Travis Kelsey's a game changer. Gronk's a game changer. Jimmy Graham was a major game changer whenever he was in New Orleans, but they felt like they could just sub him out, and maybe that's not the case. Well, it is a passing league now. You right. know, like I mean. Teams are wanting to air it up. I and mean, put a guy that's able to semi-block in that can stretch the field on a linebacker, and he just destroys him. I'll put another guy on notice just, just because of what we're talking about. Martellus Bennett, he's been very bad. And I had a, him written down. I love he, it. He had a real bad drop last week. And, I mean, this is a guy, it kind of sucks that Aaron Rodgers is hurt. By the way, I got a prediction on Aaron Rodgers. That dude's going to be back in like six weeks. Okay. You just watch. They haven't IR'd him yet. They won't. He'll be back. He'll if be back before the playoffs. If they're in the playoff hunt and not quite in it, I could see it. But if they lock the playoffs up, if they get a buy, get a few. I mean, get by and get a few wins. They're gonna. Uh, he's gonna be back for the playoffs. Well, for how sure. many games did Romo miss with a collarbone? Nine. It's a weird injury. It's usually like an eight to nine. It could be six. It could be nine. It's like. You but know. you just know that Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys who's oh. gonna like will himself to hell. Oh yeah, he'll 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 play again this year as long as oh, they yeah. make the playoffs. Oh yeah. Unless they unless they tank the next. And four what are they at right now? What's yeah. their record? They've already got four wins. Yeah, so. so four and two. Right. Yeah. So they're they're okay. I mean, win a few games and you know get a Rodge back. You know, week sixteen. I wouldn't or be 17. surprised if they're not. If they're not a huge underdog this week either, like I, I would, I wouldn't be shocked. If the I got Saints, him marked as an L. I wouldn't be shocked if the Saints are only like a five and a half point favorite. Yeah. Just because 
that that's a tough place to play. It is a tough place to play. And they're going to game plan. I think that, so. that's an interesting game. We can we can talk on that a little bit too. And uh, yeah, Martellus Bennett, man, zero touchdowns this whole season. But uh, it's a great time for him to turn this around, though. I think because who likes to lean on their tight end as a crutch? That's going to be a, a first or a backup quarterback or a first rookie quarterback or something like that. They love to, to sit on those guys and. Martellus with only one five-point game. So I just cracked a new beer. It's terrible. I took a drink of it and made my uh, – I, I thought that was a good-looking beer too. I know. It's Is called... it that bad? <laughs> Let me try it. <laughs> it's a hog heaven from Avery Brewing Company. I just realized it's 9.2 Imperial oh, wow. Red IPA. It just put a, a weird taste in my mouth. You can take a try of it right now. You saw my face when I did it. So – I was going to compare it to the just yeah, because it's a of rough the hogs, one. you know. I was going to go with the O line and, and the Redskins, but just I got to think of somebody who leaves a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> Another guy maybe to be put on notice. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a guy on my team. I don't, I don't know. Maybe Cheeseburger Eddie, you know. He's leaving a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's a rough one, man. I feel like there's like bits and bits of hog in that beer. <laughs> Just straight hog blood, like yeah. little chunks of fat, but whatever. slaughter. It smells real bad too. I don't know. It, it does. It's got a real foul smell to it. Like it might be like uh, expired or something. Like the born on date might be like 1977. <laughs> I'm gonna drink it anyway. It's like can spam a beer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like one of those beers you just grab in like a survival situation. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, I just cracked one myself. This is a, it's a pretty big beer. It's about a 19 ounce. Um, it's called a Polliner. Polliner, Salvatore. It's a German beer from Munich, import, okay. and Germany's pretty close to Poland, so. I'm gonna compare it to Rob Gronkowski. Okay, He's I guess Polish. there's no there's no Polish. Uh, well, it could be what Shane Leckler didn't need the uh, Polish hammer. Shane Leckler, or is that uh, who's the Polish hammer? The kicker. The Polish hammer. The Polish hammer I know is Gortat. Yeah, I, I thought in there was, basketball. I thought there was a kicker in the in the league. There might be Janikowski. Yeah, Janikowski's got to be. I mean, he's Maybe also Kowski. Yeah, we also call him Dad Boot. Dad, dad boot because of the <laughs> autocorrect. It's supposed to be Das boot, but oh yeah, but we're doing German. <laughs> yeah, he's Polish. Well, I mean, I'm 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 comparing right. it. It's a German beer, but I'm comparing it to a Polish guy. So yeah, Janikowski works. Uh, I don't know if he's still kicking for the Raiders, but I don't know either. Well, we can we'll let you know. We're watching the game right now. He was, but he got the boot. No pun intended. <laughs> and then he came back like he signed a car. I, I don't know. He might have got hurt. Who gives a shit? But Gronk, man, Gronk, Gronk's been really good. Like his, he got hurt and didn't play that one game because he had, a, had that thigh injury. But when he's in there, he's been good. I think he just got a touchdown last week again. Two last he week. He got two. I was gonna say. I know he nice caught either back. one and a lot of yards or two touchdowns, and he's been carrying Paul's team. Oh yeah, and I got lucky. I played Paul that that week that he uh, didn't play, and Paul put up a, a old zero burger on me from that. So he played, I think Ben Watson or some shit. I've been Ben Watson twice this year from people. Have you really? That's unusual. I feel like you might be getting Ed Dixon next, and just like a just a whole team of has been tight ends coming at you. I actually played Ben Watson last week in my PPR league. 
He caught like four balls for like 19 yards. Or right. Something. Hey, a I lot mean, of that's decent PPR. He I had guess. a lot of catches for a low amount of yards. Like sometimes I don't even understand how that works. Right. Like dudes are catching one yard balls. A catching lot. negative five yard balls. Hey, that's half a point in PPR. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sure is. But anyway, that's my beer comparison. All right. Well, I got another quick little thing. I just was uh, wanted to talk about. Got some players that you might have your eyes on, your eyeballs on. They're not. Uh, they're not any kind of like dudes that would be in free agency, but they might be on a bench that, you know, you got bye weeks, you know, they're sitting on your bench and, you know, plug them in maybe. Maybe they're uh, bound to go off. Maybe they got a good matchup. But it's just like keep your eyes on these guys and maybe plug them in at a flex. And uh, one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with a guy on my team. Uh, but it's Devin Funchess, and a big part of this is the fact that it uh, looks like Kelvin Benjamin may be out. It's, uh, they're being pretty discreet about his injury that he suffered. Talking about for the season? Week. What's that? Talking about for the season? Nah, this is for this week. <laughs> he might be out for the season. I hope not because that will hurt my cam stock. unexpected swelling on his knee, and there wasn't a good quote about it from the coach. So oh, wow. I just traded for him. Yeah. And I knew I he knew wasn't going to practice. I knew he wasn't been practicing. Uh -huh. I knew he probably might not play this week. But uh, hopefully it's nothing worse. I right. think it might just be a little bit of s swelling. Could be a scope situation, but I think we saw that last year with um, Jamal Charles. I just never know what to expect anymore. Uh, Derek Carr, I guess, just coughed one up. But I never know what to expect anymore in football. I just expect the worst. Right. So that's why but, I said the season thing. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't uh, really dive too much into it. I just saw that he's kind of looking – Kelvin's looking uh, doubtful for – this week at least yeah and uh so Devin Funches is obviously primed to take on the uh the lead role there and get fed some some balls and so yeah I like that I think fun is gonna be real good yeah I got him in a couple leagues I mean I, I am in 21 leagues so um <laughs> as a as a Cam Newton owner though I, I feel like that's a not a good thing I think Ben Kelvin Benjamin makes a big difference out there, and uh, he's been playing really well this year. So I, I hope that his season's not over. But like you said, uh, swelling last year. It's just year, kind of what I've come to expect. I had AJ last year. I had ODB this year. <laughs> you know, it's kind of a – Coming off the knee surgery like he did last year, I mean, Jamal Charles had the same thing where it yeah. lingered around, and they weren't sure, they weren't sure. Sam and then Bradford. Had to IR I mean, him. Yeah, Sam Bradford. His knee's been fucked this year. Football fingers, is – Fingers gnarly. crossed. We'll see. But uh, – but, yeah, so keep your eyes on him. Anybody you got uh, any eyeballs on that you can think of? Uh, I mean, Mine are all keep an eye based. on Deion Lewis. I yeah. picked him up in two leagues. Um, wasn't able to – I bid in, in him on all three, all three of my leagues, but wasn't able to get him in one. But uh, out you, carried Gillisley um, last week. He's also a guy that can catch balls even though he hadn't really caught anything this year. Mm -hmm. So he can kind of play that James White role too. Right. I think the Patriots, they know what he is. And then he had that terrible ACL injury. Right. And then now he's bounced back and he's proven like, hey, guys, I'm the guy. I feel we, like he's sitting in the film room next to Brady right now. I feel like there's a reason that you and I were the two that bid the most on him. I, you, you dropped – 43. Almost the whole farm on him that you had left. $43. 43. I, I went with 27 I felt like that was a pretty high bid. But – I started to throw like 55 on him, then I backed it up a little. But I started at about 21. I kept bumping it up. I knew I was, was like, going to need to bump it, and you were the one in my thought right. bubble. Because you and I, that's what I was going to say. Amari's you and I were watching the game. More. We were watching the game. We, we both saw him. And, I, I mean, I called him out on the podcast last week. I said, this is a guy you might want to add. And 
you know, it's my own fault for not doing it. And, uh, you know, I, I gave Elijah McGuire one more week where, you know, I should have just kind of ate the, ate the ass on that and dropped off. But another one eats the ass <laughs> and another one eats. Yeah, for sure. But Elijah, uh, Elijah looked good in that one run. I mean, right. That's not somebody that, uh, I think anyone was giving you a hard time about talking up because a lot of people were talking him up. It's a, it's a, especially with bylaw being out. It's a classic, uh, just, just a year, maybe too early. Yeah. I think next year it might be his team. Forte's got to retire at some point. They're still giving Forte the ball. Bylaw's back now, you know, so. And that run game is just bad. Yeah. They had that one, one good game where they're all running all over the field, and they're just not a, not a very good team, and it's start, starting to show out, it seems like. But Well, the Jets have one game plan, and that's to win the game 17-14. to 14. <laughs> Like, there's just not a – not a team that you really want a fantasy guy yeah. on, even though some of their receivers have kind of like, I guess, showed a little bit of uh, signs of life. You could plug me Rob, in there. Robbie I'll get Anderson 10 carries, 20 yards. Plug you in there. Jeremy it's 10 Curley. carries, 20 yards. Plug Please don't plug me in there. I'm, <laughs> I'll be murdered in, like, the first carry. <laughs> Golly. Uh, I can't imagine putting pads on and, like, taking one carry like a like – a, like you win a raffle in the crowd, like, <laughs> all right, whoever's sitting in seat 362, section A, come on down and put some pads on. Like, guys, that's me. I'm drunk. Let's do this. <laughs> Man. Then you get a, the whole concussed brain of Luke Keekley to the dome. If you got me drunk enough, I'd take one carry in an NFL game. I'll tell you that right now. But, damn, I'd probably regret it. Just take a knee. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, what am I doing here? Just going to take a knee. We run the clock out. <laughs> No problem. <laughs> oh, jeez. But, okay, so one more, one more guy that I, I could say that uh, I got my eyes on that I think is going to uh, – this could be a full season situation too, and it's, it's another situation where injuries happen, and it's Sterling Shepard. He's back from uh, his ankle injury. His woes are coming down, and uh, he's probably going to be the number one option at wide receiver for the Giants now, even though the Giants aren't anything to shake a stick at, even getting their, their first win. But I feel like he's a guy to keep your eyes on and uh, plug him in. He might, be in. he might be a wide receiver, too, for the rest of the season now. I agree. I mean, this is a guy, like, you and I kind of argued about that uh, last week just because Sterling Shepard's the obvious thing that everyone's saying because they have nobody. So it's like, well, right. Sterling Shepard's going to be the guy. It's going to be the guy. Um, but how happy are they to get Sterling Shepard back? I mean, this is a guy who's, like, familiar with the offense. He's been there for a few years he's now. He's a little rapport with um, Eli. He's just a – he's a sturdy guy to lean on. He's mm -hmm. a good catcher. He's got pretty good speed. And I know you were pretty big on uh, OB Jr., and I feel like having Sterling Shepard back might make his stock a little bit better because he's not supposed to be the first guy. He's a guy that's going to be a little squirmy guy, come over the middle and catch one and make some moves. We know he's got he – can, he can make some moves on a guy. Yeah, he's – I mean, look, I mean, the, the, that game was so weird that I, I think Eli probably only threw the ball like 20 times total in that game. Yeah, Orleans Darkwell went off again. Yeah, he went off. I mean, it was just an odd game. Um, he only got – OB Jr. only got two targets. For those of you not knowing who we're talking about, talking about Roger Lewis – he got two targets, but he was out there for the most snaps out of any receiver. Right. You know, talking about King, even talking about Ingram. He was out there for the most snaps, um, but two targets. One, mm -hmm. uh, one specific play, uh, there was an incomplete pass where Eli totally went somewhere else with it. This dude was running over the middle, like, wide. Right. And Eli just wasn't – Eli's just not comfortable throwing the ball yet, I guess. So, well, well, I mean, it's a – you know, you got to uh, get that, that guy's 
that was a dumb start by me. I actually started him, and I didn't have many options, but I would have won if I'd have started just like a guy who was out there getting opportunities, right. like a Macklin. But like I said, I didn't think the game was necessarily going to go like that, that they were going to have to air it out a little bit more. Yeah, they didn't think they were going to have the lead and all that. But you can't predict the future at the same time, you know. You could expect him to at least, you know, all you needed was like five or six points out of him. He's definitely a hold-on-to candidate, though. Don't freak out and drop that guy. Right. Like, Keep him on your team. See what he's doing. He might be somebody that you can you can definitely play as a wide receiver too, uh, towards the end of the year. So, yeah. I, I do think he's a talented talented kid. So, cool, cool. So the those are dudes we got on notice. Dudes we're uh, keeping our eyes on. And um, do we want to before we uh, talk about the the letdown? Do we just want to discuss some uh, fun games this week? Yeah, yeah, we can we can definitely do that. Um, like there's you some said, interesting games this week, I feel like. I mean, even the Monday night game, Eagles and the Redskins, is a pretty good showdown. I feel like that's going to be the a – Sunday night game is probably even better, though. Pats Pats and uh, Falcons. That's going to be – that should be a, a lit-up game for sure. Play it should be. every player that you could play in those games, I feel like. You know, Except, Atlanta, like, too bad. I can't play Deion Lewis um, just because I have too many running backs. I wish Deion was one of those guys you could plug in at wide receiver, too, but – Wow, Damn. that was awesome. Paul, Paul George, George with a dunk at the buzzer going into halftime. And the Thunder up 53-42. to 42. Very cool. It's a cool night for sports. Uh, we've got the, uh, we've got the Thursday game. night game, and then we've got the Thunder game, and then fuck the Cubs. You know, they're not on any TV <laughs> in here, so <laughs> who gives a shit about that? Uh, nah, that's, that's also a cool game we can throw on here in a minute. Right. Um, elimination game. It's even always though, fun. Even though I'm not a big baseball guy, I didn't realize the world's this is all for the World Series quite yet. So yeah, well it's three one, so hopefully it uh, gets to three three, and then it really. Well, gets I just down love how it. the Dodgers fans all thought that it was like a walk in the park; they were going to sweep the series. Oh no! I mean, whenever you got to go to Wrigley Field, man. I mean, I feel like that's got to be a whole different situation. And I know they got like pitcher rotations and shit. I don't know. I don't know shit about oh baseball. Oh, I thought that was Tyreek for a second, but. So I got a little excited. No one's <laughs> going to know what we're talking about because this isn't a live right. podcast. <laughs> so, on, to, uh, on to what we were talking about. Uh, so, yeah, the Atlanta, New England, play, play Gronk. I think Chris Hogan, after last week, he's going uh, to get a little more action. He's going to, you know, find himself always open, 7-11. I think Matt Ryan, you put him on notice, he's going to come out and play well. Uh, Julio Jones, I mean, New England's had a pretty bad defense all year. Um, I wish Rodgers was still playing because Saints-Packers would have been that also the showdown game. But That would have been like America's game of the week, I feel like. That one in the Packers, or I mean that one in the Patriots and Falcons would right. definitely be two fireworks games, obvious. I feel like but, Dallas uh, Cowboys players are, are all must-starts. I mean, I know that yeah. Dak, Dak and uh, Ezekiel and – Speaking of Ezekiel, you know, that's been a That's such a weird crazy that's situation. Like a, that's a soap opera, man. Right. Like as the world turns. <laughs> right. You know, like Ezekiel just keeps dodging bullets. I mean, he I gets know to play two more weeks. Right. I'm sure everybody out there knows by now the whole the whole deal going on there, but uh it's just weird. Two more weeks and then they're gonna take another like wow. discussion on what it. What a block pickup by Kareem. Here's Tyreek. Oh, is that Tyreek to the yes, house? Yes, it is. That's my PPR league. Many people don't believe in Alex Smith. I'll just keep him on my bench till the time is right. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, I actually heard from a from a, a woman about 
Um, That's a little Petros nod. A woman. He always uh, says stuff with an H. Kind of like that Family Guy episode, whipped cream. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this, this lady was talking about the Zeke trial and how the judge is a fill-in judge. So, basically, like, the judge that was supposed to rule on its own vacation. Right. So, the fill-in judge. Mama, what's vacation mean? <laughs> so, the fill-in judge granted the uh, the 14-day, the 14 uh, like, leniency period. And so, basically, injunction. There you go. So, basically, um, that other judge is going to come back from vacation and make a, make a permanent ruling on it. And, um, right. This lady felt pretty confident that Zeke's going to get to play the whole season right. because judges don't like to step on each other's toes. Whenever one judge – basically that judge is saying, if I were the one in charge of this case, I would grant him a full injunction until we can hear, like, the full evidence because this chick didn't testify. Um, a lot of th stuff wasn't vetted. Um, you know, there's not, there's not been proper uh, – not been a proper carryout of, of, of the case when it comes to, like, like – trial ethics and stuff right. so i just i feel like um basically she felt like not i but you know i feel like whatever she feels like as a zeke owner in three leagues um, <laughs> but basically she was just saying that judges don't like to step on each other's toes and he's probably gonna play there's a good chance this judge is gonna he's definitely playing the next two weeks right there's a good chance this judge is gonna come back and and uh give zeke a chance i mean zeke's i believe zeke i mean he's fighting for his name he's fighting for everything i right. mean this is a guy that if he's lying, he's one cold son of a bitch because he has really been putting the full court press on this. Right, and if he's lying, you know, he might be Aaron Hernandez, you know. He yeah, exactly. I mean, it is football. It's a violent sport, so there are some bad dudes who play it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's, that's something to keep an eye on for sure. What is going to suck, though, is if he does get suspended, then I completely lose him for the rest of the year and I can drop him. Right. Because unfortunately, if he were going to get suspended, now would have been the time, and I'd get him back for week 13. Now I might be able to get him back for the Super Bowl, I guess, week no, 16. I think as of now, you get him back 14. If he didn't play this week, I'd get him back 13. Okay. That's, I don't, I'm not sure. Because they already had their bye. Yeah. That's, so, a, that's a weird – it's a very so that's weird seven, fantasy eight, situation. 9, 10, 11, 12. That's six. So you get him back 13, which is the last week of the regular season in our league. Right, it's a it's a it's a weird deal. It's a very weird deal, and uh, it's a hard thing. We did we did the buy low, sell high. Like, do you sell them? Do you keep them? I think you just basically got to ride the storm. You got two more weeks, and I mean, he's gonna win you two more games possibly. He's been one of the best players in the league at that position, and it's it's not really affected him whatsoever. So, ride the storm out, and maybe try to get you know his his handcuff from somebody if you if you can do that, you know. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, the guy who owns McFadden happens to be Patty, and at his uh, drop player rate, I feel like I'll be <laughs> able to get my hands on DMC in the next week. Right. But, uh, so, yeah, crazy, crazy fucking uh, situation there, and I'm sure everybody's, you know, heard plenty enough about it, so we can move on at least for this week. You know, like you said, as the world turns or whatever, it'll be back on next week's podcast with some new – information some bullshit you know it's it's not going away that's for sure um and so going on to some games uh another guy i uh, i'm going to talk about the packers a little bit and um the whole aaron Rodgers situation another situation kind of you know similar to the zeke and i think that 
they're going to lean on this dude Aaron Jones this week. I feel like this guy is going to be a player, and not just this week, but for weeks to go in the future because this Hundley guy, I feel like they're going to try to slow down the game, slow down Drew Brees, and uh, I like Aaron Jones as a as a solid play. Ty Montgomery and him split carries last week, and we were we were kind of dead on about that when we were talking about it. Yeah. Ty Montgomery came back, still lost half of his carries. Aaron Jones because Aaron Jones looked that good, and as a as a Ty Montgomery uh, Too guy, bad they got no quarterback now. But that's what they're going to do. They're going to try to run the ball. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean that's what's funny is like whenever you lose like a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Um, you feel like all the players go to fantasy wasteland, but that's not really the case. Mm -mm. Like, their value doesn't drop, honestly, that much. Like, in theory. Right. Like, um, it seems like it it falls off the face of the earth. But Devontae Adams still had a touchdown with Hunley. I was going to say, there's one guy, I think, who's, who is going to lose it, and it's Devontae Jordy. Adams. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jordy. No, I think Jordy's and, still going to Well, him get, and Rodgers had looks. such a rapport. It's true. I feel like Cobb's going to benefit, weirdly enough. I almost dropped Cobb, and then I sat on it, thunk on it. Because, I mean, I'm, I've, I got Cobb in two leagues. I, I feel like Cobb – I know you have a, an anti-Cobb factor, but one thing that uh, – and, and, you know, we haven't seen this guy throw the ball enough, but I feel like he's going to – they're going to lean on underneath routes, catch-and-run type things, little screens, and that's Cobb's forte. And Devontae Adams is kind of like a James Jones where – he benefits from Aaron Rodgers throwing in the red zone. He gets a lot of touchdowns, doesn't get a whole lot of yards. Devontae is a very good player, but I feel like he's the one guy who might suffer the most. That's just my opinion. I like that. I mean, I, obviously everyone's going to suffer a little bit. Right. Um, Martellus might be the guy who, who doesn't suffer or he actually like takes a spike, right. like you said, with uh, young quarterbacks that like to throw to tight ends because they kind of look over the middle a lot, and they're not used to looking to the sidelines as much. But, you know, Hundley's kind of a he's kind of a veteran in the sense that he's, like, set for so long and watching Aaron Rodgers do what he does. He even rocks the same, uh, he even rocks the same wristband on his, on his forearm that Rodgers rocks. That's pretty real. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, if you, can, if you can rock the same wristband as a guy, surely you can play a lot like Well, him. who was it? Uh, Matt... Matt uh... Do you remember the last name? It came in whenever uh, Rodgers went down. Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn, yeah. Rodgers went down for about, I think, a collarbone situation that same the same season. Uh, yeah, he had a Flynn, collarbone. Flynn came before. in and slang that rock. He looked really good. Well, Flynn is like the, the byproduct of a guy who had like one badass 400-yard game and signed like a $10 million <laughs> right. deal and was the worst quarterback ever. He's worse than Whedon when it comes to like backups that <laughs> people hey, thought – that At least one, Whedon got drafted in the first round. <laughs> that one situation, though, he got paid out of it. But, I mean, Hundley could come in and do the same thing. If he just comes in, I don't give a fuck attitude. Ooh, excuse me. I don't give a fuck attitude. Like, uh, you know, gets a little Jay Cutler in him. Yeah. Uh, it could happen. It could happen. Another good game, Bengals-Steelers. Yeah. Inner rivalry. That is a that that just has the feel of like a like a cold front coming through, kind of a nasty game. Oh yeah, maybe the first like lingering of snow in a game. Ooh yeah, because this is about the time of year where it's like, whoa, it's snowing hard <laughs> up in Minnesota or something. You know, when we're all watching. Oh, did you see that in Minnesota? <laughs> yeah, I mean this. I, I agree. And he's going deep. That's crab. Sorry, we no, just that got was cut Amari from the big play. Again. But Jeez, uh, yeah, that's just eyeballing Amari. 
And the Steelers coming off a big win in Kansas City. I mean, that's going to be a dirty game, I think. You know, I love those AFC North games too, man. I think I love the Steelers. I think and we're about to witness the major uptick slash incline of Big Ben. I think all it took was that, uh, well, I don't know, maybe I don't got it anymore. Well, he did look bad Press last conference. week until that, the week before last was that, and last week he didn't do much. He got really bailed well, out. But, the, I mean, that's at Kansas City. Like, yeah, he yeah. got a win. That's he a got, huge win. No, he's gonna, his confidence is going to be back up. He got bailed out, though, by uh, old dude dropping that, that that's, hit. That is true. And it landed straight in A.B.'s true. hands, and he housed it. It is funny how the ball will just bounce a certain way. Next thing you know, Big Ben's going, well, maybe this old cowboy still has one last ride. <laughs> I think he said something just like that at his press conference. But yeah, uh, No, I, I look, I mean, he's going up against another tough D in Cincinnati. That's, that's not an easy defense. No, they've been playing really well, yeah. Um, but I think Big Ben moving forward is going to be a very viable fantasy option. That's just kind of my little prediction. I can see that. He's and got the weapons, I don't think too. I'm alone. That's not out on a limb or anything. I don't think I'm alone by saying that. I think a lot of people kind of feel that way. And they, they just need to get the, the little bit of – Odd play. Very odd play. A little bit of, uh, you know, chemistry going back. They need to become the Steelers, you know, the offensive Steelers that we know. They, it's, it's not impossible Ooh. for them. To, oh, Beast Mode's getting out and getting aggressive right now. Damn, pushing the ref. Beast mode about to get ejected. Oh, oh, he is. Wow, sorry to go live on you guys. But Rep just threw a flag, calling out Beast Mode. Twitter's probably popping off. That's no good. All right, so we're back. We had to pause the cast for that because it got pretty, pretty uh, interesting. Beast Mode came out on the field uh, after Alex Smith took a strong hit from Marcus Peters way late. And... Beast Mode off the bench, didn't care, put his helmet on and ran out there to, uh, to show up for his, his quarterback, man. And, um, well, I said Alex Smith took – Derek Carr took the shot, yeah, not Alex yeah. Smith. Sorry. Uh, but, yeah, came out and showed up for his quarterback and ended up getting a scuffle, <laughs> pushed the ref a little bit, probably unknowingly realizing that was a ref and says so immediate disqualification. So he's out for the week uh, with a big uh, point niner. Is that a niner? <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. I didn't realize Taylor and Patty were playing each other. So the, you take you take the fact that Amari Cooper's <laughs> Amari Cooper might drop forty in this game. I mean, really, the way it's going, shit. He's already at twenty three points, I believe. Yeah, but so geez. this could be, that could be a real. We got the whole whole fucking. It's only the second quarter. If Taylor would, if Taylor would potentially lose to Patty just to get a little cap of fantasy football in. I mean, that's a hard fall from the top, considering he was first overall. Right. I'd put him at four and three, put Patty at four and three. They'd be tied. Wow. <laughs> a lot right. of parody in the league this year. <laughs> a lot of parody. But, yeah, man, uh, I, guess, I guess that we can segue that um, so we can go ahead and wrap this thing up because it's been a solid cast, but, you know, we're about at the 50-minute mark. So, uh I think we need to move on. We got a new segment. We're, we we like to do ultimate sleepers and end the show like that. But um, we got a new segment we're gonna roll out called uh, Major Letdown. You know, we're, we want to discuss the other end of the spectrum, the guy who's a must start, who is actually gonna disappoint you. Okay. You know, and I, I go ahead and jump in right now. And uh, I know uh, we we get a little criticism sometime on this podcast because uh, uh, people like to talk about their own team and their own guys. And I'm gonna go ahead and continue doing that with, with this segment. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, throw Melvin Gordon out there as my my okay. major letdown. He's gonna um, be a number three running back or two at this point. He's number three. Okay. I mean, he's which is killing which is it. Cra- the only reason he's number three is because Kareem just had a massive. Kareem and Gurley had such a massive start. Right. And I don't even know if Gurley's still up there anymore. It might be it might be Le'Veon now. Le'Veon's sitting at five, I believe, sitting still, even with his big games that he's been breaking off. But he started off pretty slow. But uh, yeah, Melvin's been insanely, insanely good as of recent, especially coming off. Gurley's at game. three right now. Then okay, so. Um, Gurley's still doing his thing. So the Chargers are playing who this week? Melvin's at four. So who would be at two? Melvin's at four and Gurley. Um, it's not. Devontae. Devontae Freeman. No. Yeah. No, he's at like nine or something. I don't know. We'll, I'll look at it while you uh, explain your reasoning behind. Yeah, Le'Veon is at five. Um, I just think, you know, he's running up against – he gets the volume, but really, I have no reason for him not doing well except for the fact that they're playing a really tough defense in the Broncos. Oh, the Broncos, that's right, yeah. So I just think it's a tough matchup. The volume is there for him, but the last time he played the Broncos, it was in Denver, but the only reason he was even fantasy relevant is because he caught a, a little ball over the middle and, and had a nice like hurdle for, for a touchdown. Um, and I think he's still gonna be, I think he's still gonna be good, but I think he's like gonna have a major fall fall to earth at, at, and drop like, um, I think he's good for about ten points this week, eight well, to ten, eight to ten points. Can't complain about that if it happens though, at least. But I mean, he's dropped two po- two games of twenty seven, right? Twenty eight. So those are a bit, that is a big big difference. Yeah, that's true. But you wouldn't cry yourself to sleep if he only got you nine or ten. I mean, you would. No, 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 not at all. But I just think it's. I'm not gonna sit here and say the guy's gonna drop like three points when he right. gets like 40 touches a game. Right. You know? yeah. He is their <laughs> office. His volume is stupid. So. But uh, uh, surprise, surprise. Uh, you wouldn't probably expect this, but Leonard Fournette, number two running back okay. right now. Okay. All right. He he's broken off a 75 yard touchdown run in the last two weeks. So I think that has uh, a little bit that, to dude. do that with that. And uh, so, Leonard Fournette's been a fucking hell of a player. Him and uh, Kareem Hunt, one and two, both rookies. Interesting. Very. So, uh, my letdown, Howard, Jordan Howard. Okay. This dude's been playing really well. This is, I, think he, I think he might be one of the toughest running backs, football players in the league. I've seen him. He looks like he just broke his hand. He's limping off the field. It's a tough D they're going against, too, the, Patri- or the Panthers. Panthers. And it looks like Luke Keekley is uh, – is back. He's practicing today. I know he had that gnarly concussion. I don't think he practiced today. He did. I, I looked it up just for the podcast. He at least participated in practice. I don't know if he's a full participant. Okay. Roto World has had him as a DNP, but sometimes there's like iffy reports that come out. So right. that might have been what that was. Well, I, and I I could have got an iffy Twitter report too, but uh, <laughs> a lot of iffiness in the room. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very iffy situation, but I, I think even without Luke Keekley, I think he's gonna. Uh, Fall down to earth a little bit. He's been very productive, especially with uh, Cohen's uh, touches being dropped slowly. Um, and even Benny Cunningham's been eating into, into Cohen's stuff. But, um, but yeah, I think Jordan Howard's going to come back to earth. And I, I see him as no more than a seven-point play unless he uh, gets, gets lucky and gets in the end zone. I think that game in general, Panthers-Bears, uh, I'm not really excited about it, even though I have to run Cam Newton. I'm not expecting much out of that. 
it's not a very very tempting fantasy game. So that's my yeah. my letdown. That game in general, it's gonna be a letdown. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, I'm wrong. I kind of agree with you because a lot of people are expecting. Uh, by the way, did you make it all the way through that Hogs Heaven? One more drink. Nice. That's impressive. That was a bad beer. It got a little better as it went. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's the ten percent talk. Maybe that. Yeah. Maybe that's the old beer goggles. <laughs> Fat chicks get t- skinnier. Losing by uh, go to bums and turn D's into buzz. C's. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I a lot of people probably assume that that game's gonna be like automatically good for Cam or good for a Panther. Right. Like, oh, no, that's going to be a blowout, you know. But that's like the typical dumbed-down NFL fan. Right. I kind of agree that it could be kind of a dull game. Slugfest, like, uh Maybe like a 24-20 final. Or and like maybe, a, maybe after Cam, uh, you know, he had that weird dive in the end zone last week, landed awkward and came back in looking like a, a dummy out there throwing balls into random spots, you know. I wonder if that lingers into the next week. Luckily, it's been especially no. Ke- it's been ten Benjamin's days since that, too. though. Right, so he, sh- so he should be back to normal. Yeah, I mean, luckily it was a Thursday night game. Uh, do you got one more? I got one more. If you don't, one more uh, let down. Let down. No, I'll give a. I'll give a. I could come up with one, but I, I only had that one written down. I'll give an honorable mention, and it's uh, a dude who's been going the fuck off as of recent, kind of a Melvin Gordon type, and it's. Dropped, he's dropped 18, 12, and 23 over the last three weeks. Plays for the Cincinnati Bengals, A.J. Green. And the okay. reason I say this is he's at Pittsburgh. Like we said, that's another type of one of those dirty games. You just going off algorithms or what? <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got uh, what's his name? Seth, Seth uh, well, I can't remember his name. I mean, if you go off of, like, the – flow chart of like AJ Green then he's due a four point right, game. Right, exactly. <laughs> <So that's> not... <laughs> well and and Pittsburgh's the number one ranked defense against the pass right now. So if you didn't know that, now you know it. And so be scared. I'm not telling you to bench AJ Green, but you might want to think about it. I got one. It's not it's not a I'm not gonna call it a major letdown. I'm gonna call it a back to earth. Adrian <laughs> Peterson. He's facing Come a a really tough Rams rush D at home. You know the the Rams are last against the run. D, good D line though. They are. It's they're a weird. It is a weird d- team. They're a really good defense. Really good against the pass rush, but not good. They weren't last the against the run two weeks ago. The, they, they, the uh, Chargers and the Giants were the two worst teams against the okay. run. I know they're down there for sure. Are they? They they've been down there. That's why. But there was a. Uh, I hope I'm wrong because I want to see the AJ, uh, or I mean, sorry, the AD train, right. the APT train continue to go. <laughs> so I hope I'm wrong about that. I hope you're wrong too because I'm starting him. <laughs> well, yeah, he's a must start. I mean, he's what? now a must start. We How went from a week ago. Him? We don't know what's going on with this well, guy. Hey, hey, I want to take a I want to take a second to give you some props on uh, AD. Um, you know, you you you. Uh, you held on to him, and a lot of that might have to do with the fact that you're just a, an OU fan, and you and I are both kind of stubborn, like with, with my Corey Clement thing. Right. Um, but you held on to him, and people gave you a lot of, a lot of shit about that and a hard time. I and feel you like- just held and held and held, and then rumors surfaced about him possibly being traded. And then, sure enough, he went to a, a good situation 
where the O-line wasn't looking so good. But guess what? Adrian Peterson has made everything look better. Right. He's opened up Larry Fitzgerald. He's opened up John Brown. He's made Carson Palmer look better. He's made that O-line look better. The team looked like a playoff team last week. So I'll give you props for that one. And that's what I said from the get-go. I mean, I knew that he wasn't going to do anything, become anything and with the Saints. And I wasn't going to drop him until the, the trade deadline. You know, I just – he's got the talent. I see some, – some people out there have – number eyes some people have football eyes and I can watch a football player play football and I can tell whether or not he's got it or not I think that's reasons why like we can sniff out guys like Paul Perkins and stuff like that and we you and I I think are two of those guys that we 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 don't get fooled by that often there's a few times where we might you know hold on to a guy who had it and lost it a little bit too long it's happened with Arian Fosters and injuries and things like that but um you, you see it, and you know a guy's got it. Like Kareem Hunt, you can see him run, and you know he's got it. Like, right. There's, there's players where Deion Lewis, he's been looking good the last few weeks. We know yeah. he's got it, and that's why he's trending upward with the referee – not the referees, but the coaches and stuff. But uh, so I've seen AD still has it. He's an injury away, you know. Old man could get hurt any moment, but I think he's going to be a solid uh, R- low-end RB1, high-end RB2 yeah, for the that's rest why, of the season. That, that's why – play fantasy football man I, I love to watch the players play right you know and I like to think that I know the difference between a good runner and a decent runner right you know and so that's what we're here for right. we're here for talent evaluation and we all think there's like a inner NFL scout that lives in us you oh, know I love it man it's, it's so it's, I love watching part of it I worked you know I worked for OU for uh you know a handful of years and watched them practice every day and there's things you kind of pick up on, I guess, maybe, you know. Like I mean, you, there's see, a, there's you see a, yeah. an extra something out of somebody that you don't see in another guy. Just because they're getting the opportunity doesn't mean that they're going to take that opportunity and run. You're going to see another guy who's ready to go. And it's there's a, a, lot it's of a people, wild game, man. There's a lot of people that play fantasy and they just enjoy the, 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 the gamble behind it. Like right. having, having players and, like, checking the app and, like, seeing how good their guy did. Right. But that's not us, uh-uh. you know, like, and I don't mean me and you, I mean, like, most of our league and, like, right. most of our friends. Like, we enjoy actually, like, trying to do the, the talent eval part of it. Right, and there's yeah, a reason we go and fun. sit and watch football for six and a half hours yeah, a day. Like to, yeah, we, we're, we wish we got paid for it, <laughs> right. but, like, in a way, we kind of do it and, and at the end of the day, if you win – if you win the money, you feel like maybe that was some of that. That was right. your your talent evaluation. I know there's a lot of luck involved, and there's injuries right. and, and shit happens. But yeah, it's it's all it's all a lot of fun. But anyway, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Move on to our ultimate sleepers. All right, sounds um, good. I'll go ahead and go first. Mine's uh oh surprise surprise. It's another player on my team, Willie Sneed. Okay, it's a guy who we like we talked about earlier. Nobody knew he was gonna miss the first five weeks. Uh, including the bye, and he only played 30% of snaps last week, and they're easing him in. I think this is the week he actually finally gets thrown back in the thrust of things. And uh, At Green Bay is a good place to do it. I think he's a good PPR ultimate sleeper. I don't necessarily think he's going to just murder it. He might not get in the end zone, but I think he's, this is finally a week where he's going to catch six or seven balls. Yeah, we, we know Snead from uh, previous years where he, he's got enough to, to put up numbers. He It's not like he's a just total scrub out there and – we know Drew Brees believes in him. He wouldn't throw the ball to a guy he doesn't believe in. We know that. So right. I can I can get behind that. That's, Plus that's it's kind bad. of that it's kind of that matchup in uh 
in Green Bay where – So are you starting them? They've got an inferior secondary. Uh, man, I'm so inferior. Wide receiver, right. it's either that or What's Josh Doxson or Moncrief or Roger Lewis. So, yeah, there's a good chance I will start them. I'm going right. to have to keep monitoring in the Kelvin Benjamin uh, right. situation. So we'll see. Okay, well, uh, mine is coming off of it's – a, it's a big in part for the, the fact I think Diggs is going to miss one more week. Uh, Adam Thielen looked pretty pretty good. He's looked pretty good all year, and he, he stepped in those shoes and played well. But uh, Laquan Treadwell, we uh, – Oh, okay. We were watching that game. This, you said this is uh, contingent on whether Diggs plays? Well, I'm pretty sure Diggs is out. Yeah, yes. so he got a DNP. So. Uh, yeah, and he, he's looking more doubtful than anything. Yeah, so, yeah, it I is agree. contingent on that. Um, what is it, a groin? It's a, I still remember when they were working his groin on the sideline and everyone, Twitter like blew up, like, what's going on here? Because the trainer was like real close to his package. But uh, So I don't know if that, like, that's what's hampering him or I don't what. know. Honestly, I haven't really dove into it. I don't have like digs on my radar in any situation. I just know that he's – something's key. He, he didn't play last week, and it's it's still kind of lingering. So yeah. if, did, unless you have being to, real. did you have to let it linger? But we saw Laquan uh, catch a, a pass on the sideline. That was a real, real nice catch. Yeah. He's got the big hands. He was a first-round pick for a reason. He was a stud at Ole Miss. Yeah, unleash your first-round pick. And, uh, that I was think, last year, wasn't it? Yeah. He's in his second year. He's in his second year now. Jeez. So it's, it's kind of – Do you believe in him or do you not? At this point, we need to put the Vikings on notice. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> he's a stud, man. I mean, we all saw it. I mean, he maybe lost a step with that blown out knee. I don't know. Maybe he's not all there mentally, but uh, he's a guy that I saw coming out of college, and I felt like was going to be a pretty high impactful player in the league. I got a and quick like bonehead question. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Good. I okay. was gonna, I was kind of. I, got, the a, I got a thunder question. Okay. Who's who's number two on the thunder? Was it Raymond Felton? Is it? He's our bad. Back, I don't know his number, but I, I'm guessing that's okay. probably who Then he is. either got like a high top fade and looks like he's in a little bit more shape or that's like a brand new guy I've never seen because this dude looks like Larry Johnson. He's, <laughs> he's like stacked. There could, be a, a, there could be a couple of brand new guys because, you know, with Carmelo, you know, and, uh, and PG and Russ, there's not a lot of money to go around. So there's going to be Good thing some... Rick doesn't listen to this podcast because he, <laughs> he definitely dropped a oh, – Well, I think Felton's worn number two in the past too, hasn't he not? Yeah, Felton's been number two before. Yeah, so I feel like that's that's right, probably right. This guy didn't look like a guy who like chugs beer like in his off time, <laughs> and that's what Felton kind of looks like. I saw Felton earlier on the court, and he did look like he's chugged a beer. He got punched in the face last night. Okay, <laughs> yeah, which he very might might well have. But I didn't but, see his number. <laughs> but, all right, man. Well, uh, I guess we'll wrap it up with that. So. Yeah, it's uh, Thursday night. Enjoy it. Well, it's going to be probably Friday morning or Saturday morning before you guys hear this. So enjoy your days. Good luck this week. Uh, have fun. And uh, hopefully you took something from this. String and tea over and out. Over and out.